BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I'm not commenting on that until I'm ready to comment on it. Jake Bakoven. You watch the game. You figure it out, huh? What do you think? Tom and Bach starts now. Hour number three of Top of Bach. We're at Chick-fil-A at 48-0. and 0. They're also doing this at South Point. Last week we were at South Point. This week we're at 48-0. and 0. We just go back and forth and eat lots of chicken and meet lots of great people and watch them use their Chick-fil-A app to order, scan, get rewards points, and be registered to win a free tailgate meal for 15 people. Chicken nuggets, fresh fruit, iced tea, and lemonade. The winner is drawn and called tomorrow uh i do want to get back to this question and we've got some response back off the text line 464-5685 the sutter hamid text line i i wanted some uh, response to you know firing coaches your question that firing four coaches on the offensive side yeah it's great and maybe you would have done that but you it means you've also given up on this season uh what's the text line say about that well, there's a lot of different responses to go through there. Some people agree with me, uh, some don't. So uh, we can yeah. read through some yeah, of these. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody says uh, you do. Uh, you, somebody's pointing out uh, early signing period, December fifteenth. Yeah. It's all about getting coaches yeah. in to recruit, and, and yeah. yeah, that's that's what why the move yeah. was made. Um, uh, partially in the timing, I, I do know that, but uh, it, it 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 I don't like that because it's happening. This is not just a Nebraska thing. It's happening across college football, yeah. where you're seeing a lot of coordinator or position coach moves right now. Uh, and and it is to 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 kind of set yourself up for that. Mm-hmm. And I I just don't 
I, I think that's an unintended consequence of that December signing period, and I don't like it. Yeah, let's get to the phone calls, uh, 464-5685. Uh, let's take a call from Jay. Hi, Jay. Hey, guys. Hey, really like the show. I love what you guys are hey. doing. It's, it's fun to listen Thank to. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, I... I like to think that I'm a realistic Husker fan. You know, uh, the Stein Coolers, the Jay Foremans, the Makovicas aren't suiting up to walk through the door. So parody's real in college football. I think we all need to realize that. I think most Husker fans, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid-40s, realize that. We understand that, you know, parody's real within college football. So uh, the glory days are gone. Um, second of all, you know, with, with here, here's my biggest challenge with this, is that, yes, I completely understand the dynamic of, we would like to hold on to those coaches till the end of the year. But we also don't understand what happens behind closed doors, and we have to trust that Trev made the decision based on what's best for the university and the program moving into next year. So I understand we all want to sit here and we want to be armchair quarterbacks and we want to assume, and that, that's what we do. That's what passes the time. But we've got to trust the administration and know that, hey, what they're doing is the best for the program, the best for Coach Frost. I feel that man's pain when I see him on the sideline holding his head in his hands. I feel that, too. I want him to win. I want the program to win. I think, for me, what really Uh, worries me is that when you think about Coach Frost, they restructure the contract. They don't extend. If I'm a coach that's considering coming in, what's my longevity with this program? And maybe you guys discussed this earlier, and I apologize, but what am I hooking my wagon to? Am I? Is this guy one year? If we don't succeed this year, is he out? And then if a new head coach comes in, they, you know, the past says that they switch regimes. They bring in their own coaches. So what do they expect to get right now uh, with Frost possibly being a one-and-done next year if they're not successful? Again, guys, I appreciate it. I'm going to hang up and listen. Keep doing a good job. Uh, And you can help answer this, but I I think you're – Okay, well, we'll take a real quick call, but we got to answer the question uh, yeah. regarding why do you, what makes you believe this can work. Um, go ahead and answer Jay's question real quick. Well, for for just his first point there, and just the the, the blind belief yeah. in the administration. Yeah. I've done that before with Sean Eichhorst. Yeah. I've done that before with right. Steve Peterson. Uh, I I get what he's saying though. Like we we don't know exactly all the details here, but I mean. Sometimes I think we take this stuff a little too seriously. It's yeah. sports. It's supposed to be yeah. fun. We can throw our opinions around, uh, especially on, on sports radio. Um, so, you know, based on the information we have, and nobody has all of the information. Yeah. Every, even Trev Alberts that doesn't have all the information of, the, of right. some of the coaches' meetings and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of interesting there. But as far as, um, you know, who would want to come, it's it, it, I'm, it, it, the assistant coach. There's something You'll maybe to be You'll make close to a million dollars. You'll make $500,000. It's not that, just yeah. the money, like yeah. you said, but yeah. the assistant coaching world is – is prepared to move around. There's not that many guys. This isn't the Osborne some staff. Some of those guys move guys every year. In 25 years. Yeah, some yeah. of those guys. We saw how many guys moved uh, throughout the Callahan era, certainly. Tom Osborne was unusual because he had the same coaches every yes. single year, uh, almost for his entire coaching tenure. just doesn't happen as often in college football. These guys are bouncing around trying to get closer to their recruiting lines. Let's take another uh, phone call. Uh, Sean, did you say, Nick? is Harold, I'm sorry. Hi, Harold. How are you? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Uh, great topic today. Obviously, there's plenty, uh, plenty of Husker news to go around the water coolers and stuff for everybody this afternoon and this morning. I just wanted to touch base with uh, before the break, uh, Bach. I was listening to your comments in regards to uh, uh, 
the situation where you felt like they were kind of quitting on the team as far as this year's team and, and looking more towards the future. And I, I agree with some of what you're saying, but it, I guess the only thing, and I'll keep it kind of short and sweet here, but at some point you've had this, you know, it's, it's like, uh, for instance, the Illinois game, the, the first thing that came out of Frost was is same movie, same ending, dip, you know, I mean, and we've gotten this all the way through this year. We had it through last year. We had it through the year before. And granted, there are two games left, and you can look at it as a scenario of, yes, uh, they feel like they're giving up on this team. I, I choose to look at it more of kind of how Tom was saying, maybe it's that breath of fresh air that the players are getting from some, from some different voices because we've seen the story that those four court, those four coaches and Scott Frost, I'm not mm-hmm. excluding him at all, but we've seen the story that's been written for the last 26 games. These last two games, although you can look at it like we're quitting on this, this, this team this year, I don't think the team is going to look at it like that. And why continue going on for two more weeks doing the same exact thing that we've been doing when this could provide us with a breath of fresh air to maybe get us over that hump, maybe not as prepared as what you were saying, Bach, but maybe that new breath of fresh air in regards to the information being given to them is taken a little bit differently going into these last um, two weeks. I'll hang up and listen to you guys' um, comments. Thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, Good stuff, Harold. We appreciate it. Four six four five six eight five. Some of that is uh, last night heard uh, Trev say, you know, it was Trev's decision to make these calls. Because I think we assume this is all coming from Trev Alberts or Ronnie Green or somebody else. Yeah. I think he's being honest when he said, you know, Scott, I'm not going to argue about any decision uh, that you might make on your coaching staff, stand pat or don't stand pat. But I, I, I'm reading between the lines. If they met for two hours some every Sunday, uh, that Trev got enough from from Scott to to realize that Scott knew what should be done. Like in those discussions, uh, man, Tuesdays with Maury, Sundays with Trev would have been even better. Uh, to listen to those conversations, to fly on the wall, and what was talked about. Uh, but ultimately, he said he left it up to Frost to make those decisions. But he also thinks that in their discussions that maybe Frost was realizing what needs to change yeah. at Nebraska. Uh, and if the change needed to happen, uh, is it counterproductive not to make those changes now uh, and give those guys opportunities? And I, I, I think it, there is a possibility that new voices could come in and inspire how many coaches do you really, really – I mean, they'll bring in the analysts. They'll do the plays. They have a lot of experience. I don't think the product will be dramatically worse than what it's been because it hasn't always been great anyway. I just don't know what the pro- approach is going to be, though, because it's your ultimate goal now to kind of figure out what you can do for next season? Right. Or is it kind of just to, to play this out and get these wins? And I think that's particularly interesting – for Adrian Martinez, we don't know what his decision will be, but if his decision is to move on, does it help you to play Adrian these final games? It helps you if you're trying to get the win, but it doesn't help you long term all that much, unless you know, unless the, the win category, you know, a few more yeah. wins that might help, um, you know, some favor in the fan base here and there. But it's just fascinating to me to see the approach that they're going to have because a lot of it, to me, is going to be dictated based on 
how these players take this. Right. And, you know, it was a, a great call this last call to see, you know, how, how is the locker room going to take this? Do they see this as yeah, a sign as a failed season? The defense probably shouldn't take it as any way right. bad at all. They see a lot of faith from the administration, from the coaching staff altogether, that, that, that they're going to lean on them moving forward right. in the year to come. Um, but as far as offensively, I just – do you – yeah, I just don't know the approach there. Do you want to, to try to see what's best and experiment with things while you don't even have a, you know, um, your, your coaching staff for next year? Are you saying it's Logan's mother's time? Is it Logan's mother's time? I, I don't know because a part of it is Adrian coming back, and we haven't hit that right. uh, too much. A lot of people are kind of taking the idea that you know he's playing through the broken jaw. Maybe this was would be his last and attempt a, at and this a thing. Bad ankle sprain. And a, a bad high, ankle sprain. A high ankle sprain can last. I mean, and you could see him hobbling yeah. uh, uh, last game, and certainly the week before that. Uh, I, I, Adrian, I think. Basically, at that press conference, it felt like he was saying goodbye to me, like uh, just kind of preparing that when the jaw announcement came out and the high ankle sprain announcement came out, it just felt like, okay, I'll I'll let you know all my medical information because I'm about to play my last couple of games of my, you know, usually the stories don't come out until the end. It feels like the story is coming out now. Um, And that all is another reason why is, is that the end? Is yeah. that is that where Adrian says I don't need to get injured anymore? Right. The goal is it didn't work out. Right. Maybe I should look at my next opportunities and right. not risk getting hurt when I I mean can't even save my office. It's going to be it's it's a weird conversation that the administration is giving up by making this announcement now and firing co- coaches uh, right before the end of the year when they completely you know filled haven't completely filled out their resume. Uh, but at the seven, at the same time, it might give some Husker fans hope that the future can start today. We don't have to wait three weeks down the road for the future to start. Maybe in the meantime, we can win a few football games that we haven't given up uh, on this season. It's it, I never really thought of it until you said it that way that they've given it up, and I almost got it as more hope that let these guys weren't working out. It wasn't going well. Let's get. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious 
serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. At least some voices temporarily that could make this thing good. Well, and I would understand that if you're making, you know, switching play calling, you, you get rid of an offensive coordinator and give your wide receiver coach an opportunity to do it, or you know, one position coach um, doesn't work. But when it's a mass change, like four coaches, four of your uh, five a, assistant that's coaches, that's pretty on eager. Offense, I thought it'd be two. Yeah, I thought it'd be no more than two. And I don't know if that's I, again. I don't think that that's a long term problem. And people are pointing out the text line allows these coaches to kind of go out and search themselves. But, man, I would have felt a lot more comfortable in my mind if they would have said, all right, you know, the writing's on the wall. We, we let you guys know. Maybe we make it public. Maybe we don't. But just kind of fight this thing out, play it out, and see what you guys can do. It feels very odd to have, you know, just kind of – I mean, and it's given those, those yeah. guys that, that don't necessarily have those coaching roles opportunities and maybe chances to try out or put something on their resume. Um, but – all that stuff, all this experimental stuff going on while well, there's still two games left. And, 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 and maybe it's just maybe it's me putting too much on the Wisconsin and right. Iowa games. Maybe it's me thinking that that would, you know, a victory in, in either one of those would would mean something. But in my mind, it does because yeah. I've been through so many of those beatdowns that it would just be nice to break those streaks. And again, I don't think it's it. I think saying giving giving up on the seasons maybe too strong of a of wording there, um, but I don't think they're giving it their their best go. They're at least giving it a, a different look here, and I and I I think it a lot of it will be told by how you know how many of these players are are going to go ahead and sit out moving forward. I think there will be a few of them, and, yeah, and that's we'll a big see. part of this equation. Yeah, what will JoJo do? Apparently, the hand is bothering him a little bit, and he yeah. said he's preparing for you know. A lot of money to make a lot of money. Does he have to prove any more? I mean, I does don't think JoJo so. have a lot? I mean, are we going to be mad at JoJo? Is Deontay going to come yeah. back? Is Deontay He's got gonna, injury history. Uh, yeah, there's there's guys that have decisions to make. Uh, we're running about Damian uh, Daniels down the line. Mean, I, I think there are guys to be, uh, and, and maybe the expectation is look at all those other guys like JoJo who stayed, uh, Deontay Williams, Mark Heldesbuke, and uh, Ben Stilley, and all these guys. Uh, why don't you stay? I don't think yeah. – uh, for the final year of a, what could be the final year of your coach help save his job. Maybe there's that plea uh, this year. Maybe you sell that to some degree. It's going to be interesting. If this is, if not good, because uh, it would have been really tough uh, to look at the, all the same staff if they were, or just one guy being gone yeah. and say everything is going to get better. But now you've got four new dudes coming in. At least that adds some fuel to the fire. It may not be good. It may be terrible, but it's going to be great. In that aspect of it. Well, that's what I say. If you're not good, at least be interesting. And Nebraska certainly is interesting. Yeah. And and that goes beyond just what's happening today. I think people, because you're so close to it, forget there's not a whole lot of national championship native Sun quarterbacks leading their their yeah. their, their, their their team. And even less than that, there's there's less of that of that situation, and then the athletic director is a former Butkus Award winner. Yeah. I mean, this is a football school yeah. with loyalty, you know, as far as the fan base beyond its years. I mean, the last twenty years they probably don't deserve the yeah. sellout streak to go what it has. But every Saturday, there's loyalty, and 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 this this the interest. It, it, I mean, 
we'd almost be too spoiled if this Scott Frost thing came in and worked immediately. Uh, we'd be we'd be tough to take on message boards because yeah. we would think that there's just something in the water. We're being and if punished. you're a Husker, it's the it's... Frank Solich curse. <laughs> we are being cursed uh, with really bad college football, but at least we have basketball now. That's Bob. right. Uh, we have Western Illinois tonight, seven o'clock PBA. Uh, this is a stolen bit. I heard Schaefer do it earlier today, and I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll just steal it from Schaefer, uh, this bit, because we're looking forward to that starting five. I think we know who the starting five, although Lat is out of the starting lineup, so that would put Wilhelm Bradenbach in with Derek Walker. Then you got the Batu McGowans, mm-hmm. and then who goes with him? Uh, Tamanaga, C.J. Wilcher, maybe? Either of those two? Oh, I think Verge will start. Oh, Lonzo, oh, Alonzo Verge. I'm sorry. Uh, but he's for obviously... what it's worth, if you've ever heard, man is hurt. It's not, it's not being pulled because right. he's... Didn't yeah, play well or anything. Uh, he's, he's Co- yeah, Kobe Webster's uh, been bothered by a back spasm, and Lat Man uh, has been bothered, I think, by an ankle. And I'm frustrated because uh, <laughs> it's just me. I like Kobe Webster getting his revenge yeah. against Western Illinois type of thing, and it's not even revenge. I mean, he played yeah. there um, and moved up to Nebraska. But I always like you know players playing their former teams. But you know, I, I don't know if he'll play tonight. Leading score. Uh, that's the bit they did earlier that I'm stealing right now. Oh, I see. Uh, leading score. Who you got tonight? I think Alonzo Verge is going to be the leading um, scorer throughout the year. Um, but, I mean, he can fill up the stat sheet altogether. Um, I think he'd be, he'd be my best bet on every, every given night, though. I'm going to go with uh, Bryce McCallens. I just got a feeling yeah. uh, coming off that 15-point night where he led uh, in scoring versus Colorado that maybe he's got a little confidence going. Uh, he and looked think, a lot better in that game. He, than he, looked, he had a couple late threes, which really helped him. Yeah. Uh, leading rebounder. Leading rebounder, uh, I think I'll go with Derek Walker. Yeah, Derek Walker is the easy pick there. Uh, Breidenbach in the starting lineup might get a few of them. He might. He might get a few, uh, and that's the big concern, right, about this team the entire year. The guards are going to have to help out on the rebounds, and you're going to have to be really physical uh, to compete in the Big Ten. If it, and that isn't something that just happens easily, it feels like, with Fred Hoiberg coach teams. Now you said the other day that they, that you hadn't seen Breidenbach and Walker on the court um, at the same time, I and you're looking forward now to you're it. See now it. it's your starting lineup. That's his starting lineup. And I think it. I, and, and this is nothing against Lat because he provides you know good defense and his length and his shooting. Um, but I think Breidenbach's really good. I think by the end of the year, this could be your starting lineup as well. Okay. Anybody else you expect to show up tonight? Uh, that's it for uh, that bit. I mean, as far as uh, leading yeah, score, yeah, which ones? Uh, uh, I, I think just you know, it's it's the debut of your five star. You know, unless you went to the exhibitions, which you and I did. Yeah. But as far as you know, stats that will count. Uh, I'm excited to see again the debut of two of the most heralded players to come to Nebraska basketball in quite some time, and Bryce McGowan's and obviously Casey Tamanaga, who I, I think will hit a, He's can a couple so threes fun. tonight. He's going to be so fun uh, to watch the jet. You don't even if you're. I mean. They, you would never get the nickname Japanese Kobe if you couldn't at least shoot. Curry. Yeah, Curry. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, D- Japanese Curry. Uh, and, and not be able to shoot. And by the way, he went off for 50 last night, Steph. Uh, so yeah. if he could, I, I don't expect him to do anything like that, but he is more than just a shooter. Yeah. I think people are going to find it out that he's not just shooting from the panhandle all the time. He can actually dribble, put it on the floor, be a, a decent assistant guy, assist guy. He's a good basketball player. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be a fan favorite. I I see him being like seventh man off the bench normally, uh, especially if Lat's available, then you're going to have Bradenbach, the, the sixth guy. But Kobe's right in that realm, right? I think, yeah, I think he's Along right there. Along with Wilcher. 
Well, Wiltshire and Edwards, I, I think that they're they're going to take turns kind of getting hot throughout the yeah. year. They can both shoot. They both have athleticism, especially Edwards as far as the athleticism goes. Uh, and I like just to – I don't remember as you or somebody described him as, as the backup uh, Bryce McGowan's, which yeah. is basically what he is. But, yeah. I mean, he brings that same type of athleticism and, and can shoot the ball. Um, but if you can get one or the other of those guys going – on a given night, you know, that can that can provide a huge boost to this team, let alone if you can get both of them, obviously. Uh, it's just fun because, you know, you go through these, these, these different games, and I think you're going to have different guys step up, and, and that's the strength of this team is the depth, is that yeah. it can be a different guy on a different night, sometimes based on matchups, sometimes based on who's just shooting well. Uh, DP thinks, and I think he's right, Keon Edwards is the best athlete on this team. Oh, yeah. He's a, and he can shoot. Uh, he's had a couple of games where he's made – or at least one game where he made three, and I think another one where he made a couple as well. What do you got up? Gene the text actually line? has a pretty good point uh, on the text line. He said, "Leading rebounder will be somebody from Western Illinois." <laughs> <laughs> Rebounding Ouch. not the strength of it's, Nebraska. It's not going to be the strength, but it, it, they have enough athleticism. Uh, a lot of that, you know, rebounding is effort. It's it's sheer effort, and it's want to, um, and it also takes your guards. Uh, not to be leaking out early all the time on a fast break, assuming that Derek Walker is going to get it or that Mayon's going to get it. They they sometimes are going to have to stay home and help out on the rebounds. Um, and it's just going to be something Nebraska's not good at this year. Yeah. But maybe they get a little bit better. They're so good, I think, shooting-wise. I think I've said this before. I don't think there's going to be as many five-minute, ten-minute droughts that we've seen before. First of all, they can make shots. Second of all, uh, when they get fouled, they can make free throws. Uh, and Nebraska, some of their droughts had to do with just couldn't make free throws. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this team will be better in both those categories. And also I see enough length where you can finish around the rim. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that'll be huge. And that length will help with the defense, too. I, 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 I was thinking that scoring drought thing, like you said before, but then the Colorado game yeah. showed up and they had a few scoring droughts. Still scored game. 82, though. Still scored 82. They're going to be a high-scoring game. They're going to put up a – you know, it's going to be a fast-paced offense, a lot of threes – jacked up from this team, and, and now with a bunch of guys that can shoot the ball, yeah. uh, as opposed to the last few years where, you know, you have guys that can can do it here and there, yeah. but but not necessarily a specialty. Um, it's it's just going to be a fun season. I, I don't expect Western Illinois really to keep this one close, um, but uh, you know, I, I, it, I, like you said, I, I they they might still have a scoring drought here and there, but it's going to be hard to keep up with them. Those other teams are on, on the yeah. that are playing them are going to need them to have a scoring drought just so they won't get to 100. Yeah. Well, tonight you got Western Illinois and Sam Houston State this Friday, and then when we're at Chick Fil A next week at South Point, we'll be talking about playing Creighton that night. A week away. One week away uh, is Creighton, and if they look good in these first two games, we won't be able to control ourselves with the hype. Oh, It'll no. be completely out of control. Like, what seed are we, a two or a three? <laughs> are we a two or a three in the NCAA tournament? That's how quickly uh, that conversation changes. I just think this is going to be a, a fun-to-watch team, and I'm hopeful that it can be good. And uh, optimistic, it could be very good. Yeah, well, it's time to get there. I mean, this is year three of the Fred Hoiberg hire. He, he came in with a name uh, and that was respected around the nation. Um, you know, he, he kind of got things going around this time when he was at Iowa State. Um, and it looks like he's got the guys to do it finally, like a, a whole yeah. team of them. So yeah. the expectations should be there. Uh, you're seeing preseason predictions. People put Nebraska in the tournament. That's what I want to see. Um, yeah, well, they beat a preseason top 30 team for a lot of people in Colorado. So maybe what we saw, at least a little bit of it, is real. Chick-fil-A is where we're located. Uh, we're at 48th and 0 today.
Day. Uh, but they're also doing this deal at the South Point location, uh, and that's where we'll be next week. And you can use your Chick-fil-A app to order or scan. Uh, they give you rewards points, so you'll be able to be registered to win a free tailgate meal for 15 people with the nuggets, fresh fruit, iced tea, and lemonade, and then they draw the winner, and they call you and let you know that you are the winner if you do. Uh, BC, we'll talk a lot of Husker football. We could throw in some basketball talk. He's now the beat writer right. for Husker 24-7, or at least one of them uh, that covers Husker basketball for Husker 24-7. So we can talk about Husker basketball and Husker football. Uh, there's plenty to talk about with both, and we'll do it next on Tom and Buck. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Buck. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Hero.co. 